WHHH FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. Good morning to you, Indianapolis. It is Sunday, January 30th, 2022. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you live from downtown Indianapolis in the Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC Studios. As I always promise, we have a great show for you on this Sunday. It is an all-open lines Sunday, which means we'll take a look back at everything that has happened in the month of January and get you to sound off on it, as we have done all month long, we're keeping an eye on what exactly is happening at the State House. Uh, as you know, there's been a number of controversial bills uh, that have got a lot of attention coming from all different directions for a number of different reasons. And that's something each show we're going to keep a close eye on. And today is no different. Brianna Cooper, staff writer from the Indianapolis Recorder, covers the State House. She'll spend some time with us on the show this morning, bringing us up to speed on a number of those bills that we've been watching, including House Bill uh, 1134 and House Bill 1041. That's the bill uh, that bans transgender athletes. House one, Bill 134 is the bill that uh, changes the way teachers can teach. Uh, these stories, these bills, and so many more that we're going to talk about with you when you call us at 317-239-9696 is how we will spend the last Sunday in January. It's talking uh, about whatever is on your mind while we also keep an eye on what is happening at the Capitol Building, what our lawmakers are up to. All that and so much more is coming up this morning, but first let's get you caught up on what is happening today in the news. If you plan to fly today, heads up, a snowstorm that is slamming the East Coast has been causing delays and cancellations right here in Indianapolis at the airport. Wish TV reports at least 37 flights coming from the East or West, coming to or from the East Coast, that is, were canceled just yesterday. The list of flights canceled today is already at 16 and counting. While Indiana has dodged another snowstorm, uh, the major snowstorm on the East Coast is leaving them with multiple feet on the multiple feet of snow on the ground. Where all of those flights that were coming here, the problems are because of that East Coast storm. IMPD has arrested a teen who they saw shoot another teen in broad daylight. According to Fox 59, detectives working a separate investigation in the area of East 19th Street and North Rule Street saw two teenagers approach a vehicle and one of those teens fired a gun. As detectives approached the teens, both ran off but were apprehended a few minutes later without further incident. IMPD said the ages of those teens involved in the shooting are 15 and 16. IU Health plans to resume elective surgeries this week. Officials at IU Health estimated that there are thousands of elective surgeries that are currently being delayed or postponed. IU Health says those many of those surgeries have been on hold since August. For those of you keeping score, that is nearly six months. Those beds, of course, are being taken up by COVID patients 
In a Thursday update, IU Health said 567 patients that they are treating for COVID are using those beds. 70% of those patients are not vaccinated. In the forecast, we'll be warm compared to what it has been this past week with a high of 35 degrees. We'll see partly cloudy skies as we start the week, which later will bring some rain, a rain-snow mix, and then potentially, and I do mean potentially, a major snowstorm, or as it has been, it can turn out to be pretty much nothing. But right now, it looks like we've got a shot of a major snowstorm midweek. That's something we'll keep an eye on a little early right now. For now, plenty of cold mornings will start the week, though, several of them in the teens and single digits. Right now, it is 19 degrees in Indy. At 8.05 here on this first Sunday of the month, as I said, we are talking about whatever's on your mind. But we're starting with what is happening at the state house. We are keeping you up to date on what your lawmakers are up to um, as the session is now well underway. We are getting ready to close out the first month of the year, uh, 30 days so far in 2022. And there's been no shortage of things to talk about, no shortage of news uh, on a number of fronts. I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy. As we told you last week, the COVID-19 pandemic is literally at levels that would be considered rampant. It is wild and rampant out there. And while there are no uh, COVID guidelines or restrictions being mandated, um, a year ago, this is the level where we would have said we're, we would be in serious lockdown uh, times. But thanks to the vaccines, a lot of us are uh, that have taken, a lot of people are able to stay healthy and, and battle it. And if maybe if you catch it, it's not so bad or you don't have symptoms. With that said, just because the government is not telling you what to do, do not be fooled. We are at the worst we have ever been by a long shot in this pandemic. I know before we have said this is the worst it's ever been. Well, now this is the worst it's ever been. And all of those times were true. But the times we're in right now makes what we saw in December of 2020, what we saw in April of 2020, what we saw at any point in the summer in 2021, what we're seeing right now in this fall, in this, excuse me, in this winter of, you know, late winter of 2021, this early part of 2022 makes any of that look like nothing. Child's play barely can even see it when you look at the COVID dashboard. So with that said, please protect yourself. Now, as we turn our attention to what's happening at the state house, we've told you here at Radio One uh, that the station has taken a rare stance on a bill, and that's House Bill 1134. Uh, it's got a, another version of itself, which has died in the Senate. It was killed off as Senate Bill 167. That's the bill talking about education and how teachers can do their job, how they can uh, explain history to their students. Well, 1134 has passed out of the House. Its next stop is to go to the Senate where maybe it will see the same fate as 167 and be killed off and not go any further, or maybe not. Um, that's the bill that's getting the most attention. I'd probably say followed by the transgender uh, athlete ban, which has already been, uh, which is, has passed the House. Uh, there, it, there, There's a couple, but those are some of the hot button ones 
that I'm starting to see the most talk about, especially on social media. Just this um, morning alone, I saw uh, State Representative Renee Pack uh, post, and she said, teachers and educators, please stop voting for legislators that do not care about you or your distinguished profession. Vote for those that support you, your work, and our students. She says, take a stand. Vote them all out. Hashtag public education. Hashtag we are Wayne. Uh, another post, literally the first thing that I saw this morning when I scrolled through Facebook when I was laying in bed waiting to get up, a teacher posted, student, this is a scenario that she says she anticipates happening in her classroom if House Bill 1134 is passed. It says, student, you, you doing all right? It's a question she often poses, poses to students who are working. The student responds, Miss Race, that's her name, I'm having a real hard time today. The teacher responds, on the assignment? The student says, no, I, the teacher interrupts and says, well, anything else you need, I need to call your parents to get consent for you to talk to me. Otherwise, I need to talk. Otherwise, if you need to talk about your social or emotional needs, they can report and sue me, resulting in a fine and losing my license. Let me know if you need help on the assignment. And she moves on to the next student. She says that's what teaching under House Bill 1134 will look like. And that post, of course, is going viral right now. Um, that is the fear that a lot of teachers are having, and that's the fear that this could uh, cause teachers to quit. And we're already having problems getting teachers to go into education across the nation, and it's and it's and this is one of the worst states uh, with a shortage right here in Indiana, and this is the bill that's being proposed. So with that, that's one of the reasons why Radio 1 is taking a stand and is asking you. Our general manager, Dion Levingston, was on the show last week asking you to call uh, Speaker of the House Todd Houston and let him know that you do not want House Bill 1134 to see the light of day. You want it to be killed. You want it to be moved. That so far has not happened. As I told you, it has now moved out of the House. Uh, again, that's a rare stance that Radio 1 is even asking you to get involved in politics um, and, and speak your mind on because it's that serious uh, and it's that passionate um, for our regional uh, president, regional vice president and general manager, Dion Levinson. So with all that said, where are these bills? What is the exact latest on House Bill 1134? I'm going to bring in somebody who's been living and breathing this every single day as she works the beat at the State House. It is the wonderful Brianna Cooper. She is a staff writer for the Indianapolis Recorder. Brianna joins us on our live line right now. Good morning, Brianna. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming on. It's, it's, it's a lot going on, and we appreciate uh, people like you and, and the recorder who can dedicate their full time to paying attention to what's going on. Well, thanks for having me. And you're absolutely right. Uh, House bills 1134 and 1041 have definitely gotten a lot of attention the last uh, few weeks. Um, I spoke to Senator Jean Bro earlier this month, and she's a member of the Indiana Black Legislative Caucus. And I asked her about these bills that have gotten really national attention, especially um, Senate Bill 167 before it was killed. And she said, essentially, look, these aren't issues that are going to help Hoosiers put food on the table. And as the state legislature, that's what our goal should be. So I can definitely speak to House Bill 1041, 1134. But I wanted to start with some bills, um, uh, two Senate bills that have passed to the House of Representatives that would 
likely have a, a big impact uh, on, on Hoosiers. So Senate Bill 95, which was co-authored by Bro, uh, was heard by the Senate Committee on Insurance and Financial Institutions, and it would prohibit insurance companies from increasing rates or dropping a person if they become a living, don- uh, living organ donor, excuse me, which Bro hopes will encourage more Hoosiers to become organ donors. Um, we've had a few record-breaking years when it comes to organ donation in Indiana, uh, but the goal for specifically uh, the Organ Donor Network is to increase the number of people of color who are organ donors, uh, and a large barrier is the fear that they would lose insurance. So uh, this bill would prohibit that from happening. Interesting. I have not paid attention to that one, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted you on, because uh, you you look at all of these bills and uh, so many of these other bills get lost in all of the, the fray of, of what's going on. What's the other bill? It's Senate Bill 88, which is another um, medical and insurance bill. It was authored by Senators Ed Charbono and Vinita Becker. Uh, it would potentially lower the prices of prescription medication by creating regulations for prescriptions benefit managers, which essentially act as a middleman between drug companies and insurance companies. So if there are price cuts, it's usually PBMs that see those cuts, but not the person getting the prescription. So that bill would change that. Um, how how are these bills? These two that you just mentioned are they are they moving through? Are they are they passing? Yes, they are both headed to the House of Representatives after being passed out of committee. All right, so. Uh, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Call us and let us know what you think about any of these bills and if there are bills that you are watching or just want to sound off on um, what is happening at the State House this morning. We're on the air with staff reporter Brianna Cooper of the Indianapolis Recorder, who's covering the State House every single uh, day. Brianna, are there any other bills that are... are uh, moving through but not getting uh, any attention? Yeah, I don't think Senate Bill 13 has gotten a lot of attention. Um, One thing that I focus on at the recorder is public transportation. Um, So this bill was authored by Senators Dennis uh, Cruz and Jeff Ratz. It passed the Senate 35 to 10 on Thursday. And this would create an 11-person passenger rail study commission. But because of an amendment... Uh, proposed by Senator Aaron Freeman, that commission would exclude Marion County. So this commission cannot study, advocate, or promote passenger rail in Marion County. And this is the reason why a lot of Democrats voted against the bill. Um, so, And I don't know if... Oh, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. Okay, so so on this bill, you've got um, a, a Republican proposing rail expansion across the state. Now, if you're from Northwest Indiana, like I am, you know there's already trains up there that run through Indiana, and they want to expand that. Republicans want to expand that. The federal government has helped, uh, has already given money with Build Back Better to expand Amtrak, and that's what we're talking about here. They're like, all right, we got the money. Let's expand Amtrak. Let's study it. Let's look at it. But But you're telling me that there's a senator, Aaron Freeman, we're familiar with because he was the guy trying to block Indigo for the past several years. He's now trying to block rail from every other county in Indiana can have rail transit except Aaron Free except Marion County, according to Aaron Freeman. That's right, and it's worth noting that in his uh, district, uh, Senator Freeman's district, 
Uh, one of the largest employers is Amtrak's Beach Grove Shop. Um, so this bill, because of the amendment he proposed, would negatively impact his constituents, which is it's just I feel is worth noting. I would say that's very worth noting when Amtrak is in your district and it's one of the largest employers of your constituents and you block their growth, I would say that's interesting and worth uh, some more conversation. And that is Senate Bill. Which one is that? that is Senate Bill 13. Senate Bill 13. Interesting. So another let all other 91 counties of Indiana do what they want. Uh, they can have passenger rail. They can have transit. Indianapolis, sorry, no bus expansion. We don't want that. Uh, and no rail expansion. But Jesus Christ, sorry to even, sorry to use the name like that, but if if, if, we, if you want to expand I-69 one more time on the northwest side of Indianapolis, go for it. Or if you want to uh, expand, uh, if you want to once again shut down the north split, again, this has happened several times, and just keep rebuilding the same thing, we'll approve that every time. But don't try to have any other way to get around except your car. So um, interesting, frustrating. Um, I don't understand. We should we should talk with Senator Freeman sometime. Uh, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Um, House Bill 1134. Brianna, what can you tell us on that one? Um, so, and to be, to be completely honest, uh, we're a staff of two over at the recorder, so I can't say that I'm at the State House every day, uh, but I have been trying to cover this as much as I can. House Bill 1134 uh, essentially requires schools to post certain educational activities and their curriculum on the school's website. And it would allow parents and students to opt out of certain lessons. Um, so a lot of the discussion over at the state house has been talking about what's been, frankly, incorrectly deemed to be critical race theory, that students could opt out of those lessons that essentially make them uncomfortable is all they need to say to opt out of these lessons. What? And as you mentioned earlier, go ahead. No, go ahead. Earlier, it would also it would also um, make it more difficult for teachers to have conversations with their students about uh, interpersonal issues that they might be having uh, at risk of losing their license and their job. So far, what, what, what's the pushback? What are you hearing uh, from teachers that that maybe you've got to talk to or other or other other representatives on this bill? So my, my biggest focus, honestly, was uh, Senate Bill 167 before it was killed off. But very similarly to this, the concerns I'm hearing from teachers is that it changes how they can teach history, right? If one of their students says that their lessons on, say, the Holocaust or slavery make them uncomfortable, which those issues should make people uncomfortable, in all honesty, mm-hmm. um, but they could, again, be at risk of losing their license, and they have to basically censor their teaching plans to make sure that a, a handful of students are comfortable. That just makes things incredibly difficult. Um, and, and that's from what I'm seeing. Teachers I'm talking to, teachers I'm friends with on Facebook are saying, this is what's going to drive people away from teaching. Mm-hmm. Are, are you hearing that, that as well? 
to a certain extent, the, the, the biggest focus of the conversations I've had has just been about curriculum. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, I've, I've also heard that Indiana is one of the worst states for teacher retention, and this isn't going to help. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Phone lines are ringing. Folks want to sound off. You can call into the show uh, right now. We'll go to the phones for a second and see who's on line one. Caller, good morning. Who's this? Hey, you know, Cameron, I good think morning, it's Larry. an argument over the state house. It's all about pornography, right? Uh, they are trying to interject that uh, a transvestite can go in your daughter's locker room with her that's not had any surgery or anything, can just go in there. And I'm ashamed to say that the black legislative uh, caucus is the main ones that's doing it. They know they don't have any power. It's really a pleasure to see them be beat down by the majority. You know what the majority is supposed to do, Cameron? They're supposed to make up arbitrary rules and extinguish the competition. That's what Bop and them should be doing on the city council, but they won't do it. The white people over the, over the state house have them under control. The only thing you have to know, and this reporter, I don't know what she's talking about, only thing you have to know is what the Republican agenda is because they're in control and they don't need uh, uh, that. Those black politicians are nothing but an embarrassment and they're working against us every day. They're arguing to keep our state closed down, to keep our kids masked up in school, to uh, and every pastor in this town is in Dr. Kane's pocket handing out uh, paraphernalia and other uh, things on their campuses that are supposed to be Christ-centered, they're apostate. So uh, what this lady's talking about, her principal company is involved in destroying our kids. I mean, how can you, Cameron, say that you're going to have your kids wearing masks to school? You're going to have them going back and forth and talk about critical race theory, which is only an advancement of the homosexual agenda. Marshawn is embarrassing when he comes over there. He's morbid obese, just all right, like all most right. of the... Now, okay, uh, now hang on, hang like on. Most, uh, he is. Hey, no, no, but hang on. I take we'll be, it back. I take yeah, it back. Take it back. You, you don't got to go personal, man. Okay, I won't go personal. But anyway, what he's doing is he's going over there trying to stigmatize us again, just like Dr. Kane, who came out. All right, that's time, Larry. That's uh, time. I'm sorry you can't talk about it that much, but she should be ashamed to show her face at the spear campaign that she's done on black men and boys on all these billboards all around town. Thanks for letting me in, Kevin. I'm not going to try to mess your show up. I know you're (laughs) under pressure. Come to Bougie Bulletin. See our newest video. Uh, all right, Larry. Uh, thank this you. woman's funny. I think it's uh, BBC porn. Uh, okay, okay, Larry. Good, good Lord. We got church after this, man. 317-239-9696. Uh, that's Larry's view. Uh, Brianna, one of the things he's actually talking about is House Bill 1041, um, which right. is a ban on transgender athletes. Um, but it's really only going in one, it only affects one side. Uh, if you could explain what he's talking about with House Bill 1041. Right. So this bill would ban transgender girls from playing on K-12 through girls sports teams. So it does not prohibit transgender boys from playing on boys sports teams in K-12. through So a lot of the activists who spoke last week in opposition to the bill um, argue that it was bigoted, 
um, and discriminatory towards transgender girls uh, in Indiana schools. Uh, and we had proponents of the bill speaking, which included a lot of mothers of cisgender girl athletes who argued that it was about fairness in sports. Um, and this bill passed largely along party lines, 66 to 30. Um, two Republicans voted with Democrats against the bill. Um, so can you, so there, there was a, a large crowd of, of folks who, who turned out uh, to the state house when this was going through uh, committee and then going through the, the full house itself. Can you explain, is the controversy just about the bill itself or is it that it only uh, bans transgender girls? Based on the, the conversations that I've had with people, I would say that it's a combination of both, right? Just the fact that there's this bill that would ban transgender. I mean, we're talking about children, too, K through 12, mm-hmm. um, from playing on the sports team of their preferred gender. Um, but it has been brought up that there is that double standard, that it's okay for transgender boys who just for clarification were born biologically um, male. Say, uh, say that, they, they say that one more time because you cut out. Okay, I'm sorry. So th- there has been conversation about that double standard, that transgender boys wouldn't be barred from boys' teams, but transgender girls would be. Um, so it's really a combination of, of both when it comes to the concerns about this bill. And you said transgender, re-say the part about how the original assignment at birth, so folks aren't confused. Right, and so I apologize if this isn't word, worded correctly, but transgender girl refers to someone who was assigned male at birth, but they identify as, as female, and vice versa. Transgender boy is, is someone who was assigned female at birth and now identifies as male. And so there, the, the concern is someone who was assigned male at birth now competing alongside uh, people who were assigned female at birth because of the just biological difference of a, a female and a male and a male typically having just more more strength is is the basis of what they're saying this is, correct? Yes. And there were doctors who testified last week that if uh, a child is on hormones for their preferred gender, um, then there's really no physical advantage if they compete against uh, cisgender girls. Gotcha. So they've canceled, they've canceled out what they got naturally by taking the hormones and essentially. Right. All right. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. More callers. Caller online one. Let's go here. Caller. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. You're live on the air. What's your name? Uh, I just have a comment. Okay. Go to for Larry. it. Go for it. We would like to tell Larry, please stop putting Dr. Virginia Kane down. I'm a very good friend of hers, and I don't like the way he talks about her on the radio, and I would appreciate it if he would stand up and give her a little bit more respect, please. If you could do that, I would really appreciate that. It's fine for you to call the radio show. But stop putting Virginia Kane down. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And again, that's why I try to stop him when he goes off topic and goes personal because these are people, their friends and their families are listening, and they are often listening. I hear from 
some of them sometimes on things that he says. So thank you for calling to uh, defend your friend. But as always, uh, there's no need to go personal. Just like when he started talking about Marshawn personally, we'll shut we shut that down. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Brianna, what else are you covering? What else is new in, in the recorder? I know you, you, this isn't the only thing that you're, you're working on covering the Statehouse. Right. Well, uh, the Indianapolis Public Library has a new uh, diversity, equity, inclusion officer, Keisha Hughes. So I'm working on a profile of her to let people know about what's happening at the library and, and how their climate um, study is going, um, as well as just covering um, some of the crime prevention uh, activities that are going on and, mm-hmm. and several bills House that are focusing on crime in Indianapolis. Uh, obviously, last year we had a record homicide rate with 271 people in Indianapolis being killed. Um, so there's a lot going on both at the state house and in the city government to make 2022 a little bit safer. And and are those bills coming through? Are they passing? So two bills specifically, Senate Bill 7 and Senate Bill 10, uh, have both passed out of committees. Uh, Senate Bill 7 would create a Marion County Crime Reduction Board led by IMPD and um, composed of different law enforcement agencies around downtown Indianapolis. Uh, this bill passed at six to two out of the Senate Corrections and Criminal Law Committee on January 18th. And Senate Bill 10 uh, would give more funding to law enforcement agencies in Marion County to target high crime areas. And uh, is IMPD or any local police department or elected official from Marion County actually for these? Uh, Senate Bill 7 and 10? Uh, I'm not going to lie off the top of my head. I'm not sure of IMPD support for either of these two bills. However, um, IMPD and the mayor had a press conference last Monday, uh, and it really seems like they're in favor of, of anything that's going to help target crime um, specifically. And, and it was mentioned during that press conference that they're kind of focusing in on areas that are high crime. So I can't speak to IMBD support for 7 Bill 7, but uh, it's kind of along the same lines of what they're trying to do. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air this morning as we have get ready to go into open lines, whatever is on your mind. But let's take another call on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello? You're live on the air? All right, we lost him. Uh, Brianna, tell us how... Uh, we can stay up to date with everything that you're doing at the recorder. I'm sorry, you, you cut out. Tell us, a, tell us how we can stay up to date with everything you're working on at the recorder as we wrap up. You can go directly to our website, www.indianapolisrecorder.com, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Indie Recorder. All right. Brianna Cooper, staff writer for the Indianapolis Quarter. Thank you so much for starting your week with us and keeping us updated on what is happening at the State House. We thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, still to come here on Open Lines, it's whatever you want to talk about. Uh, The phone lines are officially open for Open Lines Sunday. So whatever is on your mind, whatever you want to sound off on, if it's crime, and I just told you about these 15 and 16-year-olds who shot each other right in front of the police, uh, you know, the new jail is open. uh, And there's been some issues with that. And the judges and uh, some prosecutors are not pleased with what they're seeing over there. Uh, There are a number of things. We can talk about anything. As we go Open Lines this month in review, uh, everything from COVID, 
to crime, to something we should be paying attention to, uh, it's time for you to sound off. The phone lines are open. Call me, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Brandon, we're going to do one break, Rick. We're going to do two breaks. So this one is a three-minute commercial break. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, Open Lines continues in three minutes on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. And we are back here on Open Lines on January 30th, 2022. All right, we are now going all open lines here on the open line show with Cameron Riddle. Uh, let's talk to you. What is on your mind? What is happening on your street and your community? Something we just need to talk about. Something you want us to be aware of. Something you're tired of. Something you're excited about. Whatever it is. Call me 317-239-9696. We're talking about whatever is on your mind and also the month in review uh, of January 2022. So without further ado, Let's jump over to the phone lines at 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That's the number to call to get on the air this morning. Let's see who's on line one. Caller, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. What's your name? This is Jay. Jay, what's on your mind? So they came, they're came. coming up with these, uh, I guess, passes, these uh, crime bills. Mm-hmm. And that's something we really need to look into because um, what, what does that entail? And I get it, they're going to target, you know, say specifically target crime, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, we're targeting crime, but what is what is your intent? How do you intend on resolving the issue? I see, I hear you're going to target the issue, but I guess that's something we need to kind of get deeper in. And as well, I love these conversations. I really do. But they probably end too quick. So I don't know if y'all are hip, everybody out here hip to Clubhouse or the Twitter type format. And maybe uh, somebody, you know, that's well outspoken like Mr. Larry Vaughn can get into the clubhouse type of scene and, you know, open it up to where you can have your dialogue uninhibited. So, well, Larry, uh, Larry, w- Larry would get kicked off. Uh, but but <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, no, you're right. And I'm looking at this bill that you're talking about is Senate Bill 10. And it says it's it's literally two lines long and it doesn't tell me anything. I'm going to read it to you. It says uh it establishes the Marion County Violent Crime Reduction Project and the Marion County Violent Crime Reduction Pilot Project Fund, which identifies violent crime reduction districts in Marion County and to provide more grants over time, violent crime reduction programs, and add additional law enforcement services to the violent crime reduction districts. Uh, and it'll also come up with the definition of what is a violent crime reduction district. Uh, so to your point, I don't know what this bill does except establishes this committee, which is being led by IMPD, which already tackles the crime in Indianapolis. So to your point, I'm right with you. Yeah. We've been sending money to y'all to do whatever it is. So again, we need to focus on solutions. 
And I don't hear him talking about solution. That solution sounds like, hey, we need more money so we can hire more police to give them bigger guns and bigger weapons to go and fight these so-called high crime areas. Are these high? Are you going to pay people's mortgages? Are you buying people's houses? Are you giving us land to go play around it? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Thank you. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the call. It's a very vague bill right now to me. We'll have to get get in touch with IMPD and the city and folks and see what they think of this. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. It's all open lines for the rest of the show. Call their online too. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Jerome Shively. Good morning, Jerome. What's going on, man? Man, I'm truly blessed. All glory to God, to you and your listeners. Thank you, sir. Uh... I ain't going to even speak on Larry. I ain't going to let Larry take me there. There you go. What's Food on your for mind? thought, wine for comprehension. I ain't in no competition with nobody. What's on your mind this morning? Okay. I went to the store the other day. The cashier, her name was Rose. She be listening to your show. She said, your show is hot. I was in line. I had my mask on. She said, I know who you are now. You the guy that come here all the time. I, she said, what's your name? I said, Jerome. She said, I knew that was you. I said, yeah, calm down, baby girl. That was me. <laughs> you know. And I'm doing it like that, but I'm going to give somebody something for, that they need. You know, last year I had a stroke, last January. I'm doing much better now, thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's anybody out there that's got Medicare and Medicaid, uh, I'm representing, uh, I'm giving you a shout-up on Aetna. Aetna's offering a groovy and a fabulous HMO. Everything that you need benefits city. The woman's name is Miss Rachel Roberts. The number is 1-813-328-2861, extension 1287. Let me repeat that. Ms. Rachel Roberts, 1-813-328-2861, extension 1287. Get you some of that. Rose, uh, Bones, before you go, because I got, I got more callers, what grocery store was Ms. Rose at? Oh, it was on West 10th Street. She listening now. Hi, Miss Rose. <laughs> Tell I Ross. know she listening. Tell She'll Ms. see me when I come back in there. That's where I pay my bills and do my shopping. One more thing. Go for it. 30 seconds. Unified credit. Unified tax credit for the elderly. The phone number is 317-232-2240. 317-232-2240. And, uh, yeah, I did see uh, Miss Aaliyah Blackburn in her new spot. She's anchoring it down, holding it down with that black girl magic at 11 o'clock on the weekends. You go, girl, because I know it's a young boy and it's a young girl out there looking at her saying, today, mom and daddy, hey, ma, I can do that. And that's the reason why I give her props like I do. And she appreciates it. I talked to her about you. She appreciates it. All right. Tell her uh, I got uh, That's why I say good morning, gorgeous, because that's what she is. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you letting Miss Rose over on the uh, west side know. Uh, we said we appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you later, man. One love. Peace. All right. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Let me take another call before we go to break. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. 
Yeah, how you doing, Brother Cameron? I'm good. How are you? Who's this? this? Is the Honorable Reverend Phillips. Good to hear from you. Hey, y'all, good supporter. Hey, um, uh, 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 these bills, these bills, what, 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 uh, uh, our, our, our good porter is is saying on the radio, and I'm listening, and um, uh, uh, mostly all them bills passed. Mm-hmm. But but the transgender is is you know is is they you know but uh, that that bill that bill won't be passed because it's underneath the the um the the uh, um um uh, the religion okay. act bill that means it's that means uh uh, uh, uh it ain't it that means Adam and Eve to we have to recognize that we are male and female. That means whatever you birth of, that's who you are. Huh? And and that bill it, they can't really pass it because it's underneath the the religion act bill. That means whatever you was born of, that's what you is. All right, we gotta take so. So we thank God. We I'm we a... thank God that 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 the world is is doing much better. The task force, that new task force. Is 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 catching a lot of these criminals. All right, I'm gonna stop you right there because we got to take him. Thank you, I appreciate and, it. And you and you be blessed. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Cop, it. Cop Amos is smiling down on you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, brother Kevin. All right, more open lines is coming up right here on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. More open lines coming in three minutes. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on High 96.3. Keeping you connected to what's happening in our city, it's Open Lines on High 96.3.
And we are back here on 106.7 WTLC and on Hot 96.3 as we continue this All Open Lines Sunday morning on the last Sunday of January 2022. We're staying on the phones till the end of the show. Got 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, and we're talking to you. Call me 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Whatever is on your mind. You want to let the folks know something that's frustrating you, question that you have. Uh, something you want to share, frustration you want to give, the floor is yours. 317-239-9696. Let's go to back to the phones. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. You're live on the air. This is God, Cameron. Good morning. Good morning to you. And I just wanted to uh, give you props for keeping your eye on the community, particularly with the state legislature Thank and you. the different uh Bills that are coming through there because this is very vital. Also, I wanted to say that a lot of people are talking about education and the benefits of it and the detriments of it, but I think one thing that is important is that shows like yours are also educators, as you know, and I think you need to definitely maximize that because. What we've got to develop, in my opinion, is critical thinkers. People can try to discern the truth from a lie. Mm-hmm. We do that, you're ahead of the game. You're right about that. Got to pay attention first, though. Keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the show this morning. Dial it. Uh, caller online, too. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, Cameron. Good morning. Who's this? Okay, this is a concerned citizen. Hey, will you explain to the uh, your audience what this initiative is about these peacekeepers, so to speak, to sell them payroll and what they do and how much they get paid? Uh, that I, uh, I can't. I, I can't get my brain around it. Okay, look. So here's what I do. I'm not going to be able to explain it right now because I want the people. Who are involved? We want to we want to get them in for a conversation. So I'm writing that down for a show topic in February because you are right. Uh, there are a lot of people who don't know what you got. All these different peacekeepers. So yes, some of them are getting money from the city, and it gets uh, it gets murky with you know. Well, I'm out here on the streets fighting crime on my east side, but then you got this guy over on the west side that's getting some, and then you know there's back back and forth. So you're absolutely right. Peacekeepers in the discussion on how it works and who's doing what, I'm marking it down for a whole show topic. Good idea. Thank you so much. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? I guess it's me, Cameron. It's Mike. Good morning. Good morning. It is you. Hey, uh, Mr. Cameron. Uh, you know, the uh, best defense is an offense. Mm-hmm. And with the eleven thirty four and all these other bills and uh, even the voter rights bill that is in Washington, D.C., which the Senate has not passed. You know, back in the days, they used to get together, Cameron, and they used to boycott this and uh, boycott that. We have the end, uh, National uh, College Association Hall of Fame downtown. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to me when the spotlight is on this city and in this county, how we just let that moment slip away. 
I mean, we need to have signs and protesters out in front of these cameras letting the nation know about the education bill that they are trying to pass here. Mm-hmm. And also, Cameron, mm-hmm. what, what we need to do, we need to send Alifa Khalif to the United States Senate from the state of Indiana. Mm. I am aware of that she is in need of 200 signatures. If you are a registered voter, please, before Tuesday afternoon, before Tuesday at 12, do it tomorrow. Go to the Marion County, sign a petition for her just to be on the ballot. You don't have to support her, but please give this young African-American woman a chance to serve us in the United States Senate, where we don't have to fight for crumbs from the table that we help build in this country. We are the table and legs of this country, and they are feeding from that table. They are trying to stop our vote. Now, we need to be on our offense because the offense is the best defense. Everybody have a blessed Sunday. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, hey good morning, Cameron. Good morning. And, and that was the call, the previous call is a segue into it. Can you hear me, Cameron? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Okay, yep, yeah, real. I'm, I'm segue to what I was going to talk about. And um, <laughs> we have a... a, a Dion talked about, I think, with you last week, too, and he was all over the radio, talking about getting rid of this I attitude. And yesterday was just disturbed me from so-called elders and older black gentlemen in the town. Seems like to me we have a lot of undercover black gentlemen in, in this town or in the state that support uh, anti-progress or anti-liberty uh, and anti-justice. Because the comments made yesterday was, well, just don't worry about anything. Don't worry about racism. Don't worry about nothing. Just go to your homes and try to take care of your family. This and the third. We wouldn't even be in the position where I wouldn't have the, the, the skills and qualifications and, and the ability and the networking that I gained if it wasn't for the four mothers and forefathers who fought, scrapped, deal with the gentleman who just called the end, wrote petitions and wrote signatures and Montgomery boycott and, and, and uh, a Colvin boycott. And there was another woman in Alabama who boycotted and, and boycotting businesses. And, and a threatening Arizona back then with King Holiday was was coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the, the apathy is unreal. It's just, and this is from older black gentlemen. This is not from young people. These are from older, 60 years, some plus, definitely 50-plus-year-old black men in this town. This stinks. This is why a lot of us in Gary, when we come down here, we come down here to try to make better lives ourselves, but we, we won't have nothing to do with a lot of these gentlemen around here. But I'm being straight. Okay, because we're not from, from Chocolate City. We were taught from, from Richard Hatcher and, and uh, 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 Adam Clayton Powell came to visit when I was in high school back then to, to be a part of the process. And I have this idea of well, we just need to sit back and don't worry about racism and don't worry about this. All these bills and things this gentleman is talking about, we have to structurally try to fight them. And boycotting King said, boy, voting is one part of the, of the fight. 
for boycotting the other. I went to that championship game down there, sir. I was there. My cousin played with Alabama. He played pro football nine years. He's the number one uh, guy of radio for Alabama and got me some tickets. It was very few of us in that game. It was very few of us partaking in that game, had any of our children down there in that game. So the economics of this country clearly in that game showed me how far we are really, really behind. I mean, it's just something. They got their children in there, and Georgia said the people were nice to me. I, I was sitting between Georgia and Alabama fans. They were they were cordial. But just looking at the crowd, looking at the lack that our children are being exposed to, the lack of people. I walked that old stadium. If I counted 60 black folks, it was lucky out of 68,000 mm-hmm. people. So it, it's a problem. We've got to boycott. We've got to get out of here, and, and we can't be talking about, don't worry about anything. Just, just go home and do your own thing. Right. That's not how we got to this place where we are now, by just sitting in a cocoon and burying our heads in the sand like an ostrich. Thanks, like my call. All right. All right. That's time. Thank you, sir. Uh, that's going to just about do it for this edition of the Open Line Show with Cameron Rudolph. I want to let you know uh, that I did check in with Tony Mason over at the Indianapolis Urban League, and they say they are very very, very, very close. And Dion said it last week and he was here very close to giving us the next update on what's going to happen with that $100 million from the Eli Lilly Foundation. They will be here uh, on the radio uh, sometime in February. So that could be next show, could be in the next two weeks. Uh, But the details on that, because I've gotten calls from some of you and emails from some of you uh, wanting to know, hey, we're supposed to hear something by now. I did check. The details, uh, the next update is coming. It is imminent at this point. Uh, with that said, that's going to do it for this edition of the Open Line Show. Uh, if you missed any portion of this show, I need you to go to wherever it is you listen to any type of podcast and type in Open Lines. Uh, open Lines with Cameron Riddle. It'll come up. We're in all of the uh, podcast stores, and you can listen to the show at any time. If you want to go back and tell your friends, girl, here's what Larry said this morning. Go subscribe to the show and uh, take us wherever you go. You never have to miss a second of Open Lines when you download us and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your podcast. With that said, we are back same time, same station next Sunday right here. Coming up on Hot 96.3, it is your favorite music. And on WTLC, it's the Hour of Power with Al Sharp. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Wood. We'll see you back here next Sunday live at 8.